Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Man, I missed this intro, man. That is such a bop. I miss it. I miss it. I love the heat wave, but I miss that intro. Is it a Mbappe and you miss it because you've been watching a lot of soccer? Mbappe. That must have hurt ears right there. That that wasn't that's I'm the only one that's wearing the uh, headphones um that's connected to the actual recording device. So I got all that that the listeners are about to get, and I could say that I might have to go back and cut that out, to be honest. Uh <laughs> I'm just joking. You can't reach that note if you tried. Wax sauce. Anyway, oh. what we <laughs> what we have here today is a very important episode. There's no way around this. There's no sugarcoating it. This is the episode. This is if you're gonna listen to one episode in general to guide your drafts, this is the one. This in this episode, we're gonna tell you our targets. For ADP. Now, we want to fit as much information in as possible. Okay? So, we have the Brodo Heat Wave, where we go over every single team, every single player, 32 teams, 32 days, very in-depthly. Today, we're going to try and give you our targets. We're going to give you a little bit of our spiel why. But we're not going to get heavy deep into the numbers. If you want to get heavy deep into those numbers, go back. Because we want to fit as many rounds as we can in. Our plan is 10. So, with that being said... We are going to give you all of our targets in each round, which is super important because that's how you should be drafting um, with those targets in mind. $5,000 in cash money. Why 5000 Another oddly specific number by you. You're on a roll with these oddly specific you mean, numbers. You Wilmer Valderrama, that's, bro. That's I it was $1,000 on the show, though. It wasn't 5000 It was 5000 I guarantee you it was 1000 it was five thousand dollars in cash money. Mm-mm. One thousand, Jason. You googling this right now? You should. Yes. What was the prize on Yo Mama? That was honestly need, that show. Cash money. That show was not. Are you guys gonna hear this if bad. I play it? No, I don't think so. No. You don't hear Just anything. Tell us. We don't hear anything. No. We do not hear a thing. I heard it in my headphones. Well, that's because it's on well, your. Well, tell computer. us what it is. <laughs> uh, I was listening to it. And I'm also going to send you home with $1,000 in cash money. Yeah. Don't Damn. ever question your boy about Yo Mama on MTV. Michael turned uh into five. Hosted by yeah. Wilder Valderrama. All right? $1,000 in cash money. With that, five man. So much better. Better. <laughs> I always thought it was five. Nah, nah. Thanks. I mean, it's not that special. Like, you got. You should you, watch New Girl, man. Just say. Wilmer Valderrama. <laughs> you should watch New Girl. Great uh, show. <laughs> all right. So anyway, this is a very important show. Speaking of great shows, this is the great show. This is a show that we are going to give you our who we would draft in these rounds. Uh, now, we're going to be looking at the ADP from Fantasy Pros because to me, I find they're the most um, they're the most updated. And also, like, they also usually we use Sleeper. That's what's available on the Brodo Fantasy app. But if you're not drafting on Sleeper, which... You know, sleepers on the come up, but they're clearly number three in the rankings of of 
the most used apps. Um, and who knows? Maybe Sleeper's number one next year. Uh, they're on the come up and everything. But for now, we want to go with what you're more likely to see. So we're on Fantasy Pros. And what do you guys say? You want to get started right away? Let's do this. I just want to add in that the um, the patrons, not all of them, certain tiers, will be getting a cheat sheet from the bros and cast with targets, busts, sleepers, and fades, which is also awesome. So jump in patreon.com slash broto fantasy if you if your heart desires so important to have give it a shot important to have the cheat sheet because when it's go time in the draft and you're like in the trenches and you're taking grenades and you're like there's seconds left what am i gonna do what am i gonna this is the cheat sheet that you're gonna refer to the sleepers the bus the targets the avoids um so let's get right into this. I think the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to split this the first round up into three parts um, or maybe two parts. Let's go with two parts because the top eight picks, according to Fantasy Pro's ADP, are running backs in this order. CMC, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Saquon Barkley. Now, Aaron Jones going, going after Nick Chubb is something that I it's definitely uh, don't... Um, support but with that being said it's where which one of these running backs is your target if you're drafting after the top three because i think after uh, there's no point of saying obviously we're targeting cmc dalvin cook and and alvin kamara like there's really no point in talking about anyone anyone else which of these favorite running backs in the middle group from four to nine is your favorite and who you'd be targeting if you have, say, pick five, pick six, pick seven? Michael. I'll tell you right now. Oh. Oh, Jason, go ahead. Jason, go ahead. I'll tell you right now, brother, because in my rankings, I have him fourth overall, um, and it's Aaron Jones. I think that he should be the clear RB4. I feel like his ADP was suppressed because we weren't sure about Aaron Rodgers. Well, people weren't. I was pretty sure he'd stay in Green Bay. Um, but people, there was uncertainty there. So his ADP wasn't as high as it should have been. And since Aaron Rodgers came back, his ADP hasn't climbed to the point where it should be. Aaron Rodgers is simply a stud. And if you look at the people around him, Ezekiel Elliott is going on 1,500 attempts, which is, sorry, which is a number where a lot of running backs fall off a cliff. He wasn't that good last year when Dak was hurt. Nick Chubb doesn't pa- catch passes. Derrick Henry doesn't catch passes and is approaching that high rush number. Barkley is a question mark. Aaron Jones is upside and safety in one. Two seasons in a row, he surpassed 1,400 total yards. Uh, he's had at least 11 touchdowns each of the last two seasons. He's finished as the RB5 or better each of the last two seasons. Last year in 14 games, he was the RB5. The year before, in 16, he was the RB2. This guy is a top-five running back who doesn't get treated as such. I expect the offense to look similar this year. A.J. Dillon just going to take Jamal Williams' role. You know what? Whatever. Deal with it. Aaron Jones still gets a decent amount of work, and he's going to put up good numbers. Aaron Jones is my guy in the first round if I'm missing out on the first three running backs. I well, I'm not mad at you if Aaron Jones is the pick. I have Aaron Jones ranked fifth. I would draft Aaron Jones over Derrick Henry, 
The only thing I think, the only guy I think you're sleeping on is Zeke. Um, I think it's very important to know that to remember who Zeke was before Dak Prescott got injured last year. Like Zeke, I'm not gonna go into the exact numbers because they're ridiculous. But if you go down his game logs, it's just it's green. It's just green. He's just a constant RB one over and over and over again. And the reason for that is because of his receiving success that he has with Dak Prescott. He was the RB10 last year, which made people angry. But, I mean, in the top, the, the consensus top three last year was Zeke, CMC, and um, and who else Who else got injured at, at, at the top last year? Who else? Saquon, bro. Saquon. Saquon. Well, duh. And Saquon Barkley. And he ended up being the best of those three. So, he was RB10 Whoa. last year. Look. Come on, man. That's the dumbest argument I ever heard. Yeah, that was you just got me really mad with that bullshit. That's a really bad argument. You could, not, you could say the answer is Zeke, but that's an awful argument. He got argument. injured and so did Saquon. Go Zeke. Uh, what I'm saying <laughs> is people are more mad at him than they should be. Because he didn't finish at the at the RB three clip that he was expected to. But no, Dak was hurt. You're that, trash without Dak. That but he, he has showed he's completely volume based. And quarterback dependent. I think that you have not been watching Zeke if you think that's the case. Like, he's still one of the most talented players. I think you have not been watching Zeke in the you NFL. Think that's not the case. Highly disagree. I think he's a normal ass running back at this point. I, I can't say how. I can't. I don't. None of the numbers support your statements outside of when he's not with Dak, which is a all big of, deal. Because all look, of the numbers let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If Aaron Jones loses, uh, Aaron Rodgers, are you still drafting Aaron Jones over Zeke? Obviously not. Then, then why? Then if it, if it drops Aaron Jones that far down, then why is why is it not valid to say that the Dak injury had that kind of effect on Zeke and now Dak's back? I didn't say what. Obviously, he's better with Dak back. What does that have to do with Aaron Jones if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt? I'm trying I'm to. Zeke has been volume based for like two years now. He's gonna get the volume. Anyways, I think he's. Zeke. I think he's better than volume based. Uh, I just took him fifth overall in my draft, and in case you're I'm feeling very good about it, I assume you guys aren't surprised, listeners. But Zeke is not my choice here. Let me just make it very clear that after CMC, Cook, and Henry, I'm taking either Devonte Adams or Travis Kelsey. But if I'm forced to take a running back in this area, as Jason said, I agree with him. I'm going Aaron Jones. Uh, but what? So what about the? The wide receivers. Then let's let's go to the second half of the first round. So after you're out of the RB conundrum, and I'm gonna put the RB conundrum. I'm gonna stop it at Aaron Jones. I'm gonna put Saquon Barkley here because I think here's where you have to start considering other people. Even before Nick Chubb, you could start considering other people. But people seem to be higher on Nick Chubb than us. So let's play the everyone. Let's let's play the game where we're trying to like appeal to that. Um, Saquon Barkley, Devontae Adams, Jonathan Taylor, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Uh, finish the top 12. Which one of those guys appeals most to you? Let's start with Jason since Michael pisses me off. It's Travis Kelsey. Yeah. That's it. No, in all reality, the tight end landscape is so ugly this year. After the big three, Mark Andrews, question mark, TJ Hawkinson, question mark, Kyle Pitts, rookie, Tunyon, a lot of people don't believe in. Gasicki, a lot of people don't believe in. Higby, Thomas, all these people with question marks. We're already seeing tight ends get injured. Troutman, Irv Smith. 
if you can get Travis Kelsey, who's going to put up wide receiver numbers at the tight end position, do it. And that is all. I He's agree. been the tight end one or two every year since 2016. I agree. I, I also, t- call me crazy, I don't think Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill hold enough value over guys like Stefan Diggs and DeAndre Hopkins and DK Metcalf and Calvin Ridley. I don't think they're so much better than those guys where you have to take a wide receiver in the first round. I, I'm taking two run, I'm taking a running back in the first round unless I can get Travis Kelsey. So because of that, I think Travis Kelsey is my pick here too. Too. I mean, for me, it's obviously Travis Kelsey because I would take Travis Kelsey as early as fourth overall. Um, so simple as that. He's a wide receiver one at a tight end position that gives you a positional advantage that you cannot find literally anywhere else in fantasy world outside of maybe Christian McCaffrey compared to like second tier running backs. So like, uh, that's why I'm not taking him above like Christian McCaffrey, of course. And then Devonte Adams too. I'm perfectly fine. If you take him over Travis Kelsey too, I slightly prefer Kelsey, but he's the a one receiver with Aaron Rodgers back. So you could expect some glorious stuff. Yeah. For sure. If you're gonna go wide receiver, are you going Hill? Or are you going? Are you going, uh, Mr. Adams? Adams. All right. Um, let's go over to the next twelve. I'll run through the twelve names here from thirteen to twenty-four. So this is the round round two in a standard twelve-man league. Austin Eckler, Stefan Diggs, Najee Harris, Antonio Gibson. DeAndre Hopkins, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Mixon, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, CEH, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Justin Jefferson, Darren Waller. Some heavy hitting names right there. I gotta say, like this is the this is the most I've liked a second round in a long time. With that being said, in this stack second round, Michael, we'll start with you this time. Who are you targeting? Uh give me Justin Jefferson all day, every day. Huh. He is my most rostered player, uh, easily most drafted player in the second round because I'm willing to reach for him as my wide receiver, as the wide receiver four overall. Like, I'm fine taking him um, as early as the turn, honestly. He had 1,400 yards last season as a rookie, didn't even participate really in the first two games of the year, 88 receptions on 125 targets, the seven touchdowns. Kirk Cousins rivals Ryan Tannehill as the most efficient quarterback in the game. Um, I don't think it's going to change over the second half of the season. Justin Jefferson really separated himself more from Adam Thielen. I think that continues. Even now, Irv Smith is dealing with injuries so much so that the Vikings went out and traded a fourth and sixth round pick for Chris Herndon. Shout out the Jets for that glorious trade. Um, Yeah, so give me Justin Jefferson all day, every day. I think he's an absolute elite player who's going to give you elite production who I think is underpriced. I think he should be around the turn. I don't think he should be the 23rd player off the board at all. Jason, how are you feeling I, about this squad? I mean, this, I this entirely match. agree. I think that it is unfair to the rest of the world that someone could start with a team like CMC, Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown. Like that is just an unfair start to a draft. And that's where these guys are going. Um, I had the second pick in our home league, and since we're not drafting with a bunch of 
Dingus's Justin Jefferson went before I was able to take him. I've taken Justin Jefferson at the turn in um, underdog and FFPC drafts. I've taken him at 12 if you want to consider him a first-round pick there. Like, I also have him as my wide receiver four. The, the true throw value, Prince is throwing him the ball. If Adam Thielen takes a step back this year, because last year he did too, he just caught a lot of touchdowns. If some of those touchdowns go to Jefferson instead, on a team that you look at the Vikings, man, they don't really have anyone to throw to. They have Thielen and Jefferson. That's it. They don't have Irv Smith anymore who's injured. Uh, and then they have the running backs. So give me all of the Justin Jefferson. The fact that he's 23 on this list is absurd. I'm taking him anywhere I could get him. If you want to, like, I get it. If you have the 12th pick and don't want to take him, if you have the 11th and you want to grab Diggs or Najee Harris, like, that's fine. But the fact that you can get Justin Jefferson, like, 18 or later is absurd to me. I, it sucks that that I'm not I, – I like leaving with two running backs in, like, the first few picks. And Justin Jefferson has not been a lot of my teams because of that. He just hasn't that been. you like losing or what? Uh, that's because I, I love winning, particularly over you. All these last few years, I've just dominated your ass. So don't speak out of turn, son. Yeah, don't Tim loves to just tell people that he dominates stories. us. Yo, you guys, I've finished over you guys in the standings the last two years at least. For sure the last wow. two years. That's Good domination. Really like and I'm beating you head to head. I beat the Not crap sure out of Jason head to head twice last year. All right, you are just, just make, lying out of your shit ass. Up and also, Bro. have some respect for the guy with the most rings in our home league, all right? Have some respect. All right. All right. That's that's a better answer than you're lying <laughs> when I'm not lying. Um, all right. I mean, I love Austin Eckler. I think he has a giant ceiling this year. Stefan Diggs, I think, could easily be the wide receiver one. Najee Harris is going to get so much work in Pittsburgh that he can definitely break out and be a guy who gets you who's like a solid RB2. Like if you took Jonathan Taylor at 10 and Najee Harris at 15, that's a solid one-two punch. Antonio Gibson is a guy who in his rookie season switched positions for a losing team with four quarterbacks and excelled and was a monster in the red zone and hasn't even scratched the surface of his potential. So Antonio Gibson upside also... Intrigues me. DeAndre Hopkins, not my favorite receiver, just because I think that he's capped a little bit because he's he's just not not a guy that I, I'm I'm gonna draft him, but not at his I, I like the more like I'd rather have Justin Jefferson. I'd rather have Calvin Ridley, I'd rather have DK Metcalf. I feel like these guys have higher ceilings. I'm not taking a quarterback in Mahomes. I'm definitely not taking no Joe Mixon. DK Metcalf. I could see it. Calvin Ridley is a great one here, and that's the guy I want to talk about. Calvin Ridley is going to get so many targets from Matt Ryan that it's going to not even matter that Matt Ryan sucks. He's going to dominate. When Calvin Ridley is on the field, He's when he's by himself, he has his best games by far. When Julio Jones is off the field, Calvin Ridley always excels. He was the wide receiver four overall last year and somehow is being drafted Less than that, for some reason. Um, I think Calvin Ridley is a great 
value. And a lot of people might be saying, but Tim, I thought you hate the Falcons. Like, yeah, I do. And they're going to be in a lot of negative game scripts because their quarterback sucks and their defense sucks. And they're going to have to throw the ball. And all of a sudden, the weapons that have been around Matt Ryan for so long are not going to be there. And the guy who is going to be there, though, is Calvin Ridley. And he's going to throw the ball to Calvin Ridley a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of times. So uh, Joe Mixon gets drafted before DK Metcalf and Justin Jefferson often and and Calvin Ridley is just Ridley. such an absolute joke. And another guy we didn't talk about who's a great value here, Darren Waller. Darren Waller at the end of the second round is almost like stealing. Yeah. I like Darren Waller there a lot. So a good second um, round. Like you can't really go don't I think don't be here on pick Joe Mixon or a quarterback in the in the second round that has this much talent. Especially when you can in the fourth round get Kyler Murray or Josh Allen in the fifth round get Lamar Jackson. Like there's no reason to draft Patrick Mahomes this year in the second round, in my opinion. That's and yeah. that's that's my story. I'm there's never to. a reason. There's never a reason to draft a quarterback that high. All righty then. Did, are you guys ready for round three? Yep. Thank you so much for listening. At this point right now, it is going to turn into a Patreon episode. In order to listen to the rest of this episode, please go to patreon.com slash brotofantasy. Again, that is patreon.com slash brotofantasy. For as little as $3 a month, you could help support this show. And most importantly, you can help support everything we're doing. And right now, the Broto app, the Fantasy Football by Broto app, is brought to you exclusively by the patrons everything we have the the way that we're online the build the bandwidth everything that we pay for is paid for with patreon money and that is what's supporting the show right now and thank you so much to the patrons who are already in uh if you are listening to the show and you appreciate what we're doing and you want to be part of it and you get so much in patreon including access to the discord you play in leagues with the brodo bros you get an extra podcast per week which is the waiver podcast during the year you get private team consultations free giveaways and so much more and on brodo fantasy you get the cheat sheet you get anything you need we have for you on the app you have a who to draft tool player comps podcasts consistency charts game logs coaching tendencies articles rankings waivers and advanced stats every advanced that you need And exclusive stats, true throw value, true target value, true performance value, rushing yards over expected, points per opportunity, including TDs, excluding TDs, TDs, excuse me. And it's free. It's all free. And it's because of the patrons. So if you are listening now and you'd like to support and listen to the rest of this episode, uh, please go by patreon.com slash brotofantasy to support the show and listen to our targets. This is an episode where we really get into the nitty gritty of kind of every player. We just talk about every player basically in the top 100. So you're going to want to hear the rest of that. So please go to patreon.com to do that now. Thank you. Patreon.com slash brotofantasy. Peace.